my name is Dimitri Stachisoul. Um, I've been involved with Dean's List uh, in, in operations marketing and as a core contributor. Dean's List DAO is a service DAO uh, that operates with uh, consulting services that revolve around uh, uh, marketing community feedback on UX, UI, and basically helping other projects become better. Uh, we have been happy to be around for more than a year now, and we're working with uh, with closely with the foundation and with other projects on Solana, and we have kind of uh, take, taken the role of an accelerator of sorts for for uh, uh, hackathon teams by doing reviews for the winners in the in the past hackathons and getting a little bit deeper right now with reviewing you know some of the of the submissions for this hackathon as well and we're going to be reviewing all the winners and we're going to try to do what we do best, which is help other projects uh, find their footings in the in the early days on Solana, and help them win and and you know help help the ecosystem grow and help all of us become better essentially because this is what we like to do. We believe in the teamwork game, not the PVP game. That's what we're we're doing. What we're doing. I love that philosophy. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, I mean, look, this is probably cliche, but I'm a big proponent of like active abundance mindset, right? It's like, we're not fighting each other. We're, we're all growing the pie together. Precisely, precisely. And the only way that we can grow more and grow the pie is together by uh, helping each other and not antagonizing each other. And it's always nice to to give energy and take energy back and and reciprocate and try to help other people grow because this is how we can, we become better. Uh, at the worst case, you have better competition, which pushes you uh, in turn to become better. So this is something that we have believed for for, for a long time. Especially in the in the DAO space, where we're like very very much dipped into, we've discovered uh, in the in, in the many years that we have been through all our DAO adventures that the only way that you can grow and and have a successful team of people collaborate together in a decentralized fashion is to play the team game, and as much uh, as much as possible, the, the the people in the group should play the team game because this is how we win in the long run. Because if you play the solo game, you might win in the short term, but everybody loses and you might lose as well uh, in the long run. So we prefer to win big rather than win small and, and win, you know, solo and be selfish about it. Yeah, 100% double, double down on that. Like I, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, it's it's such a true thing within like the blockchain ecosystems, like no matter what chain it is, like, people like once people's money gets involved and their bags get down, like they, they get into a defensive or a defensive stance and people will very frequently kind of like fall back on their own, like solo adventure and, and try to stick to themselves and, and not like participate positively within community. And that's one of the things I like about Dean's list from everything I've seen is, is you guys are really trying to foster like a really positive community and, and everything that like you guys are doing, like, like you talk about the hackathons, like not only did you guys help review a bunch of hackathon submissions, which from a foundation employee that was also reviewing hackathon submissions, it's both really cool to see all of those submissions and really, really time consuming. Cause like you want to give everyone so much like benefit of the doubt and like, look, especially you guys are doing like technical reviews too. So it's like you're looking at their code and it's like, did they build the thing they say, you know, 
do we think this this person or this this team is going to like continue building? There's a lot of factors that go into it, and it's like trying to make it so you can dedicate enough time to give someone like an honest shot is is definitely something that I'm personally grateful for that, that you guys at Dean's List really helped out with a lot, which was, which was really cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a crazy adventure uh, because as you said, you need to look at every submission, every project in, in all possible sites. And it's very, very important to have a group of people that know the ecosystem inside and out because you can tell which teams are, you know, are doing this for just for the chore or just a uh, serial hackathon submissions and which teams are here to stay regardless of what, whether they seem that they have been doing this for a long time. And having also technical uh, deep dives from our guys, uh, shout out to B-Man, shout out to Baba, shout out to Legend. You know, these guys have been amazing. Have, they, they were beasts in the, in the week leading to Breakpoint. We, have, we were reviewing projects for like eight, 10 hours straight for, for a whole week with like a, a group of like 15 people or something. And seeing their insights and hearing their insights about, you know, oh, this project has been, has it's not open source or they haven't worked on the code for like X time, blah, blah, blah. It's really, really important insight that you get as a non-technical uh, person looking to, into these projects and trying to help them and try to see who's best and promote the best ideas and the best uh, iterations of maybe older ideas or something. So yeah, it's, it's been a, a wonderful adventure for sure. That's a, I am, I'm curious cause you sort of mentioned, uh, mentioned being non-technical. I'm curious to know more about your, your personal background. My personal background is that I've been in communications, marketing and operations. And as I came to found in web three, it's very, very important to have people that are good in operations and, you know, manage all the stuff that devs don't want to touch. So I, I try to think myself and, 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 and some of our non-technical people as the glue between, you know, the founders and the communities and the, and the, and the people that we want to onboard because it's, it, it's pointless to, to be building in a vacuum and build stuff that nobody asks you to do. So you need to have an eye, uh, an ear to the community. And we're trying to be that, that, that middleman. And also we try to take care of all the everyday stuff that, uh, people might not notice, but there's a lot of work in, you know, running a community from, you know, maintaining or daily operations to Discord stuff to what's the, what they express next and, and so many nooks and crannies that, you know, make a community stand out and, and work like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, I think early teams, um, not just in Web3, I think across the board, early teams undervalue the importance of of the the non-developer teams undervalue the, the you know people who are leading product um, you know communications operations all of those things and those are those are make or break roles um, you know in in fact depending on the product right and I'm going to get some heat for this because a lot of our listeners are devs but depending on the product sometimes developers are the commodity right developers are like the dime or dozen, this is not an incredibly technical thing. Mostly this is about user experience and community and, and, and getting the right messaging across and anyone can build a table that shows information kind of, kind of thing. Obviously, especially in web three, there are many protocols that are the opposite, 
right? Where, where it's like, it requires deep technical expertise, but I do think a bunch of products are, they sort of over index on, on maybe getting the best developer talent and then don't hire anyone to manage like talking to your users, <laughs> which, exactly. you know, which is, which is really aspect there. <laughs> no, I, I, absolutely. Um, and like I said, I think that's across the board. I don't think that's just in web three, but I do think web three has a tendency to attract uh, a lot of technical people. And so the already poor ratio in tech of like, you know, developer focused to, to sort of people focused gets even worse maybe in web three where there's people who just yeah, want to build stuff and don't want to like think about who they're building for and what the experience should be and how the communication should, should come across. I think that's part of why maybe web three is where it is. And, it, and it, it's like technically so much further along, I think, than, than it is narratively. Yes, socially is a great way to put it. Yeah, uh, because, you know, sometimes we get carried away with an idea that we came up and we want to push it further and we want to build the concept or the MVP out of it. But you, you should always keep in mind in who is going to use that. Do I have a community that's going to adopt that? And I think that's a very, very, very important point that many projects miss uh, for for uh, that that's across the board from new projects to seasoned projects and 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 you know OG projects even you need to have a community to adopt your product or what you're building otherwise you're building in the vacuum and you're looking for someone to use your product and what you're building and that's a very very tough path to follow if you don't look for any any community it might even be it might be monkey dow it might be dins list it might be uh mad lads you need some a, a, a certain group of people to to start using your stuff and start interacting with them and 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 grow them from from there you cannot grow something that you've built and polished and have been polishing for a year or something and then you open the door and where's the crowd where are the users and then say oh there are no users you have to be interactive with the, with the community. What, um, if you were, if you were giving advice to like an indie dev in the web three space, so someone who's saying, Hey, I want to do this largely alone. Um, like be the, sort of just run a, a small business. Um, I know how to develop, I know how to do the software development side of things and maybe even the design side of things, but they feel uh, less confident with marketing, with communication. Uh, what would you, what would be sort of the first thing you tell them to do in order to validate that what they want to work on actually has uh, users interested in it? Well, I think they should start by trying to find a group of people that they can show their idea and they share what they're building and, you know, uh, share their vision to someone and try to get some kind of a community, big or small, to start using it. And the thing about sharing your vision and sharing your idea, I, I think it's something that uh, uh, many, many founders are afraid to do so. And that's, that goes to the extent of open sourcing your, 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 your what you're building, which is uh, something that they shouldn't be afraid at all, I think. You should be, always be open sourcing your, your code, open source your, what you're building, because you have the vision, you have the idea, you know what to do with it. So you shouldn't be afraid that other people will come and take over that 
at the at, at worst they're going to build something that is a competitor to you and you need to think faster and work harder and and you know uh, pursue that vision that you were the first people, person to have to have that and find a group of people that uh, will adopt it will use it it doesn't have to be someone that you pay or they you need to get paid in in from day one start interacting start building relationships because relationships will take you uh, much much further than you know uh, a small paycheck uh, on day one or day two of, of of your path in what you're building. So yeah, find a group of people and and ask them and you know show them what you're building, show them what you have done, and take it from there. Awesome. How um, how does Dean's list? You, you like you mentioned sort of it acting your group acting a, a bit like an accelerator at times. What um, what sorts of things do you guys do to to help with this exact problem? Finding finding a group of people to sort of test and give feedback and and be early users of a of a product. Well, the thing with Dean's list is that our vision is very simple and clear, and we want a group of 100 people to make 100k per year. So that's a very simple vision, and because of that simplicity, which is which uh, often eludes many doubts uh, in, in the definition of their vision, we have we have been lucky and we have worked to to, to assemble a team of very talented individuals and skilled people, skilled power users that come for with different backgrounds and different expertise. So we, we get at, to, to work and we help with all our skills or all, all the, the skill uh, set that we possess cumulatively and we help uh, commu- other projects uh, become better. It might be in, uh, in marketing, it might be in community practices, it might be in, in, uh, in ideas about, you know, finding your PMF better, about you, maybe you need to consider pivoting into something different. It might be about fine tuning what you're already doing good. And, uh, we, we try to find the cracks in what you have. And, you know, if you are, have an open mind and you're open to, 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 to valuable feedback, I think we, we provide a lot of value. And we've seen that with, uh, the, the vast majority of any project that we've worked in the past, I can, I can, I can speak about, you know, Tensor in the early days, way before they were the number one marketplace on Solana. Uh, we can talk about Sol Linked with, uh, love it. with, yeah, <laughs> we, we love Tensor. We love Sol Linked with, you know, uh, Kida, uh, Dark Souls, Elden Ring fan, LOL amazing Twitter handle, by the way, who was a beast during the feedback session. He came <laughs> in and, t- and took every point of feedback and responded and interacted with that. And then we see the results fast forward a few months now uh, after that, and they've won, they, they, they've, they've won the hackathon. So it's, it's really, really important to interact with people that want to give you feedback. And it's really, really important to, uh, understand that feedback is very, very crucial and essential in growing fast and, 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 and become successful uh, as soon as possible. And this is something that we're trying to change because feedback up until now in web two and web three, uh, uh, as well, you know, it's not something that is, is being valued by, by teams and by pro- projects. They, they, they think that users, um, it, they want to think that it's the, it's a privilege of the user to to be able to give feedback, whereas the other way around, 
it's 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 something yeah, that helps 100%. you immensely and you should be uh, looking for it and embrace it and and this is one of the w- ways that you can grow faster and and and, and win eventually much m- much much faster yeah the the I'll double click on that comment about feedback like it's not the privilege of the user to give feedback to an app or to a to a product it, it is absolutely the opposite if you have a product that people are passionate about and they want to give you feedback that's that's when you know you have something. If someone is giving feedback, like take Sling for example. Sling, have you have you checked out the Sling app? Like not not sponsored or anything, but they with the, one of the founders did a talk at Breakpoint. First time I'd ever seen the app. It's basically a, a payments app. Think of it Venmo with USDC on Solana. That's like the gist of it. There. Their app is like super polished. It looks really great. And there, I checked out the app. I gave a five-page document of feedback to the Sling team. And they were the most receptive people. Like there are a couple of their founders and like some of their team members. And I was like, hey, this app is like amazing. This has so much potential. Here's like some basic like UI things that I had an issue with because like they recently launched when I when I installed the app I was like download 500 out of the app store so you you know it's early and I gave them like some assorted UI feedback and then like a list of features of like you know I I see this has so much potential and I really look forward to basically being an evangelist for for your app and you know if you have a product that people want to give feedback that's when you know you're onto something yeah and also what you what you're doing what you've done it's worth a lot to 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 the project that you're giving it and you gave it for free that's what we're trying to change because this is immense value and we need to cultivate a culture of projects and teams to be willing to to pay for that because they 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 got i'm sure they got great value with what you shared and this is something that we're trying to change. And this is something that we found is a very, very key niche of, of Web3 work. And not only Web3 work, we're, we're always on the lookout for Web2 clients. And I'm sure that will happen very, very soon. It's it's a very great niche that you you can start uh, getting paid for giving valuable feedback and help, helping essentially helping other projects and teams succeed and become better much, much quicker and much faster in, in, in a in a direct line with a with a with a consumer with a user, that's very very important. Oh, is that so? Is that something that Dean's List is looking to basically offer as a service, as like from the community itself? You give feedback and you get paid for that feedback. Oh, that's exactly what we do. We are our, our, our group of power users. They are people that have joined us uh, along along the way, and that's exactly what we do. We have our online store, and you can purchase a feedback session and purchase one of our products. And we're always looking for ways to collaborate with other wonderful projects oh, awesome. to 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 keep offering better products and more diverse products. We, we have products from DAO consulting to uh, community management to feedback sessions. Uh, to analytics with uh, with uh, Pine Analytics, and we also worked with Top Ledger in the past, and many many wonderful stuff that we can collaborate and put a, a product together to help other other projects uh, become become better. And this is exactly what we do, and this is exactly how and from where our users and our our, our members. Are getting paid for that's really cool i didn't i didn't know you guys do that I, I like i'm aware of the feedback sessions in general but i didn't realize that was a basically a productized service that dean's list offers like that's really cool you said there's what 400 did i hear you right 400 members within dean's list now 100 100 members we're, look, we're looking to have 100 members at the moment we have approximately 50 members 55 members something like that 
And uh, as a, a network state that we're also transitioning and pursuing something along Ooh, these lines. States. Yeah, uh, we have. That's a perfect segue for going into network states. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the idea is this. We have a collection of 100 NFTs and these 100 NFTs will represent our first 100 citizens. So by getting an NFT, you essentially become one of the citizens that can work uh, and have access to high quality, high level work. We also have a, a business visa, which is something that you can apply and get for free and you can also renew it for free. At least that's the procedure right now because we're all constantly looking for ways to improve it and fine tune it. So you can get the business visa, come in for a month and start working with us and start seeing what, what we're doing, getting paid. We're big fans of trying to offer opportunities to people that for, for, to earn without having to pay something. And this is why this is some sort of alpha right now that we're considering and we're actively removing our NFTs from circulation right now. We're delisting them from Tensor because we're going to be giving them out in a system that we're working on at the moment in people that truly have earned them. And in, it's it's not only up through your work; it's about through the quality of what you're doing, the value that you're providing to to to, to the community and the network state. And uh, in terms of network state, we're constantly trying to find other ways that we can grow and 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 move further to uh, the network state uh, path. Can can you break down a little bit of the structure of these things that you've? you've talked about, right? Because you, you basically have like, uh, services that, that, um, Dean's list provides. You also are starting to talk about a network state. Presumably that's sort of a, a project you guys are embarking on, but it's a, but it's a separate structure, right? So what's, what's the structure of, of that? And what's the long-term goal with that structure? So, um, it's all, and is there a name specifically for that so that we can talk about it with a name the name of the network state is the dean's list network state of course we know that you know we could we could do better with a name and there's a funny story that we can get into later why we came to be dean's list um so what we're doing is is we we have we are transitioning to a network state we're trying to embody you know balaji's vision and the guidelines that he shared about you know what constitutes a network state we're trying to take steps toward that direction of course these things take time and but at the same time we're also a fully functioning dao and we're trying to be as decentralized as possible and we have great experience on that we have been diving into daos for more than three years now uh, uh, on Solana only. So we're a service DAO that you can hire for services that we discussed earlier, and that's from the part of the customer. From the part of the member of the DAO slash network state, you can come in either through a business visa that doesn't cost anything. It costs a very, very small amount of, 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 of funds, like three, five years to see, to renew every month after the first month. And you can come work with us. That's the one way that you can directly go right now and work for free, at least for a month. Other than that, if you want to be a more active contributor to Dean's List, you can purchase one of the 100 NFTs that we have that essentially make you one of the 100 citizens that we have for our network state. We also have a dashboard that we're maintaining. And at the moment, I think on average, uh, an, a, a Dean's List citizen has earned approximately 2.4K of or during that year alone. And that's across, uh, I think, 
50 to 60 members at the moment. Um, there are a few NFTs left and we decided to unlist them because we want to uh, improve the criteria where we're uh, acquiring new citizens and we're trying to have uh, a group that's very tight knit and, and consists of very, very skilled people that have proven themselves that they want to be long here and they're not, you know, here just, just passing by. I, I would love to, yeah. So, th I mean, this is all, this is all fascinating. I, you know, from sort of looking on, on your Twitter and that sort of things, I had a general idea of, of what services you provide. I was less familiar with sort of the, the structure and the fact that it is organized as like a formal DAO. Um, I'm curious, how do you go about, like, what are, what are the functions that are, that you perform as a DAO on chain versus what are the things that it's just sort of offline communication type of things? Like, for example, if you're trying to decide if you're going to induct someone as, as a citizen of, of your network state here, is that something you vote on? Uh, you know, like, like what, what's, what's sort of the aspect here that makes it a DAO? Well, at the moment we're in, transi in a transitionary phase that we decided to stop having the NFTs, which is the, 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 the key to become a citizen. Uh, we have, we, we're going to delist them. So up until now, the, the way that you could become a citizen is by getting one of these NFTs. Just buy it. Yeah. You can just buy it. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can get access to, you know, crucial work and become one a signer on one of our multi-sigs or something uh, straight out of the bat. You need to prove yourself. And we have been working hard and we have been trying hard to keep uh, and actually construct uh, some kind of reputation system, a non-chain reputation system. This is the holy grail for DAOs for the past a couple of years. And uh, the same for us, we're always trying to find a formula that works and that can withstand the test of time. But uh, we tend to keep many things on chain. So every every big decision goes through uh, realms. We have elected uh, uh, people that are the hardcore people. These are the core core contributors. And we try, we have uh, several multi-sigs that are spread, you know, uh, uh, on, on squads and uh, we have the signers that have been elected and we're always looking for processes to, for ways to improve the process of how we elect them. What's the term, what are the requirements? And we are very, very big fans of on-chain action and on-chain proof that, you know, something happened and a decision-making process took place on chain. We have been for a long while that, 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 that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. I DAOs, yeah, DAOs are one of the things that I've sort of watched from afar rather than participated in a lot. I it's 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 like I don't know. It's just my it's mind-boggling to me to sort of set up like a fu a fully decentralized uh system of people, right? It's like I get it with I get it uh when it comes to smart contracts, for example, where where it's like everything is very deterministic. Uh, the sort of using the same principles that back a decentralized system like Solana and applying it to to individuals um, 
that then make up groups is, is super cool to me. So I, I'd love to, to maybe, maybe another time, you know, dig in further to like the specifics of, of how you guys operate this system, how you set up the rules, how you, how you keep things running smoothly. Uh, you know, I think when I think about DAOs, like the, maybe one of the things that I, I'm most curious to see play out is that middle letter, right. For autonomous, right. Yeah, it's like, agreed. it just, it just keeps going on its own, uh, because of the way the incentives are set up. That, that to me is, is maybe the coolest thing. And, uh, what I most want to see people, people figure out is like, yes, we set up the parameters of this system and it just, and it just goes off in perpetuity, you know? For sure, for sure. That's that, that's that's the goal, and you know we're always trying to uh, find processes and find ways to make things more autonomous. Uh, decentralization. I think that's something that you know you can you can try and identify in reverse. Let's say by removing the centralized bottlenecks, for example. Uh, one classic example is who handles the Twitter for your DAO. Is it one person? What happens to the, if that person goes rogue? Is there a way today that we can have a decentralized control over Twitter? So these are like classical examples. Or how, who uh, makes a subscription payment for, uh, I don't know, your ChatGPT monthly subscription? Who pays that? Which, which card pays that? These are like answers that we're trying to answer. And it's not only uh, on us because there are, we don't have the tools available at our disposal. Hopefully someone is building them. And if they're not, we'll try to build them ourselves. <laughs> and the autonomous is something very, very uh, tricky, especially when it comes to social DAOs, like you said, because uh, if you are a protocol DAO, like uh, let's say Mango or Maker and stuff like that, you can have, you know, proposals run and, 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 and basically run the whole thing themselves. Um, but it's always fascinating to find new ways to, to, to calibrate and, and communicate and execute uh, in, in a group of people. So that's, uh, th that's something that we love doing and, and love exploring. And at the same time, I'm going on, it, on, on a ramp here, so uh, I'll stop soon. Um, it's all good, man. <laughs> on the same time, we've learned that you shouldn't try to index so much into processes when it comes into a social DAO because too much indexes index results in like in a situation which is similar to analysis paralysis kind of thing. You keep indexing and trying to find the best and most ideal process and uh, pr uh, pr uh, predict the, the, what happens here if that scenario comes true and stuff like that. And you end up doing nothing. We've seen that in, 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 in the past and we don't want to repeat these mistakes. And that's why the, the number of 100 members, 100 citizens for starters, it's not something random. It's, it's based on the Dunbar number that, you know, we've also embraced that idea from the super team. Shout out to them as well. That the Dunbar number says that you can have no more than 100 or 150 people as a person, that you can have a meaningful relationship and a meaningful connection with them. So that's why we're trying to keep this group small so that we can have meaningful relationships and co communication, collaboration and, and coordination in the best degree possible. Yeah, it's really interesting about the like the logistical side of especially trying to interact as a DAO of people 
trying to work towards a common goal, whatever that is and whatever the DAO, like any particular DAO's like mission is. But like, there's a lot of logistical questions, just like you said, like, you know, who's going to pay the subscription, you know, who's going to drop their credit card to pay, you know, Chad GPT, who's, who handles the, the Twitter account. And like a lot of these logistical questions, they don't have solutions right now because DAOs are so new and like they, you just, you just can't have a good, perfect DAO Web3 native sort of solution for a lot of these things. And, and yeah, you, you have to go from, you have to go from zero to one, get something that works, prove out the system of, of in any way. And like, you know, community and society is built on trust and, and DAOs are no different, especially when you have a social DAO or a services DAO where like you can't, if you can't have everything on chain and you can have it restricted to that, like, that functionality, like functionality restricted based off of on-chain action, which is the majority of everything, honestly, uh, aside from like deploying a smart contract or maybe controlling some funds. But even then, if even if you can control funds on-chain, like you can't pay with everything on-chain right now, hopefully soon, but Yet. there's a lot of you interesting play, logistical yeah. questions in there. Yet, yeah, soon TM. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's a process, you know, and that's why a part of the, the the things that are have not been solved right now. We try to keep, as I said, all the decision making process as much as possible on chain. Um, I mean, one example that basically it's it's also on chain. I was just trying to make a distinction between a proposal that's that that's that that's taken to realms, which is a DAO a DAO wide uh, decision making platform, let's say. Versus a decision that goes on, on on one of our squads, let's say the squads for our operations or something. So let's say you did some tinkering with a DAP and you want to request uh, a refund for some of the funds that you spend on you know on, on fees or something like that. This is not something that you take to a DAO wide discussion or a DAO wide vote. You have the understanding with a group of people that are signers on the multisig which is a smaller group of, 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 of decision makers that, you know, you, of course you can request the funds that you have spent in order to do some of the DAOs work. So this is something that, you know, in, in other DAOs might be up to discussion or we should put the DAO wide vote about getting that point for if, uh, for our user that, you know, paid for uh, doing some sleuthing or something. So, We've learned through experience that when when we need to take things uh, in, on on realms, let's say for a for for a, a decision that we want the opinion of everyone in the community or uh, uh, as as large a number as possible, or we take the, this to the smaller and more nimble squads uh, figuratively and 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 actually that you know are responsible for these decisions. And it w should happen quickly, fast, with no frills and with no uh, friction to keep the operations going. I mean, so it, yeah, it sounds it sounds like you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, it sounds like you guys have have a a nice hybrid system where you're saying, hey, look, we we absolutely would love to get to sort of the the holy grail vision of of a DAO where everything is truly decentralized and autonomous and and the systems work, but also recognizing the state of things today and saying, hey, we're proving this out with a smaller group of of no more than a hundred. Sounds like you said 50 or 60 now, where 
um, maybe there is there is room today for increased operational efficiency, maybe at the expense of voting on everything. Right? It's like, hey, there's some things we're gonna we're gonna vote on and have and have on chain rules about, and other things we're gonna be okay with saying, hey, Demetrius is gonna is just gonna handle this side of things, or maybe Demetrius with a, a couple of people. Is that, is that right? That's the kind of the vibe I'm getting, but I don't want to uh, yeah, uh, that's kind be of inaccurate the, here. So just so correct me if I'm wrong. Please. That's kind of the vibe, but with the difference that we do take things on chain, even for the smaller tasks, the, uh, the, okay. what's not on chain, actually most of our processes are on chain. I can't, I can't think of a process that we, that's, that has some kind of importance that we, that's not on chain for us. And also, that's that's something very very important in a DAO that I think that I think we should mention is that we try to have a, an, a clear path for anyone that joins the DAO any given moment to have a clear path from where they can start and they can finish in the in the upper uh, let's say uh, hierarchy of the DAO. This is something very important, and I think that's that's something that many great DAOs lack. And this is something that, in my opinion, a DAO should always work on, have a clear path for, for how a newly onboarded member can start doing stuff, start doing work, start contributing, and start from below and, 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 and rise up to, you know, top hierarchy positions that are, you know, spots of responsibility, uh, importance, they have to do with security, they have to do with higher paid work and stuff like that. So... In a sense, that's also a way to decentralize this is uh, to centralize our, our our process and our community because everybody has a chance to do so. Everybody has a chance to 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 as, uh, ascend the hierarchy and ascend to uh, top positions, and we're trying to always have that path open for everyone. Okay, I, I'm 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 sort of seeing how maybe I was incorrect in in what I was saying here. I want to. I like like I said I I've viewed DAOs from afar and so I'm not I'm not super uh, enmeshed in them so it hopefully in in teaching me about sort of the operations of of your DAO you're also teaching some of our listeners who are also like me maybe less familiar so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a follow up question here or maybe or maybe more just clarify and you you tell me what you think um you, you're 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 basically it sounds like um. So the point of the DAO is not necessarily that every single thing gets, gets, it's not like full direct democracy, I guess, which is sort of how I envisioned it. Rather, there is this representational aspect where you're saying, hey, there is a hierarchy here and we, and we sort of vote to put people in positions of, of authority, if you will. The people that we decide are most trusted to make important decisions um, so not all decisions are made by everyone. It is sort of this delegated system where it's saying, hey, Dimitris has been elected to be the person responsible for this sort of decision, this sort of task. Does that so far? Yes. Yeah, no? that, that, that is correct. That is correct. And direct and, democracy is something of, of, of a fantasy that we all thought when yeah. we came into DAOs, but it doesn't work <laughs> practically. So. Even though you Got want it. to be as democratic as possible, you need to give the voice to the people that are doing more of the work, because that's that's also very yeah. important that gets lost. Yeah. But it, um, but it's it, I want to I want to caveat this thing, which is that doesn't necessarily make it that doesn't necessarily make it not decentralized, because it's still a decentralized process for 
electing those people in the first place. And presumably there is a, there is a process for sort of unelecting, if you will, if, if people aren't sort of meeting their, their, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. The, the requirements of that position. Is that, is that right? Yeah. You're, 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 spot, so it's, you're spot it's, on. it's, it's almost like a representational democracy or Republic type of, of governmental system only, uh, only the the parameters for what does and does not happen exist on chain are a little bit more deterministic and decentralized across the unit. I think you can say that. Yeah, I think you can say that. And that's that's something that we learn from experience because you you can't let a person or a user or a community member that came today in your organization to have the same uh, weight of opinion with an, with a, with a contributor that has been around for 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 you know a year or three months or six months, and there is on chain proof that this person has done so such and so and so work has been paid such and such. So there are metrics on chain that we're trying to 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 maintain and and, and keep track records of that show that you know we're happy to have you here, but sit down and listen, learn, and you can, you can, you can start contributing and we will be happy to see you, uh, surpass all of us in the amount of greatness and, and, and quantity of your, and quality of your work. So this is something yeah. that's often mis, mis, misunderstood in DAOs. It's not something, it's not like you can give voice to someone that doesn't know where they're coming from and give equal uh, equal weight to, to a person that has been around, that has skin in the game and they have proved that they have worked hard to be in that position at the moment. Yeah. And this is, this is also helping me, I think, understand what a protocol for on-chain proof of work, if you will, on-chain reputation, uh, could, could work because it's not, I think in the past I've sort of thought of on-chain reputation systems as, too easily gamed because I've thought of it as like, well, if you have a signature of someone saying that you completed X, who's to say that signature isn't, isn't bogus. But if, but if it's, if, if I'm saying, Hey, I, I've, uh, the verifications of my on-chain work here come from Dean's list, a well-respected like a DAO. And now I go somewhere and now I'm trying to go somewhere else and pointing to that, that is verifiable. And people know Dean's list and respect Dean list and trust Dean's list. So it's not just saying like, Hey, I have 50 signatures of work. Trust me. Right. It's saying, no, 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 no. I, I have, uh, you know, over half of those come from well-respected groups that people know and and it's publicly known that that is their address or one of their addresses right um and for some reason that hadn't clicked for me before but if we but if we have a if we have a, a protocol for how to um how to display reputation uh, or how to track reputation that sort of supersedes uh, all, all DAOs and groups, then, then you can sort of start to build this overall metric of, yes, they, you know, they have verified work, but it's not only, you know, not all of the verified work are treated equally. Exactly. It's who's it verified by and, and what's, what's that group's reputation as well. That's, I'm, I'm just sort of thinking out loud and, and, you know, maybe I'm just dumb and missed this before, but it's like finally, finally clicking. <laughs> there you have it, folks. This is the alpha for today. Decentralized workplaces. 
that's what we're trying to to, to build in in, in this yeah that's world. that's that's fascinating yeah, that's, it's, that's fascinating. it's amazing. I would love, I would love to see more of how you guys are doing it within Dean's List, um, and and see you know what it would take to um, bro- broaden that protocol to to sort of work across groups. It's uh, it's it's a lot because, of it's because, a lot because of, to your well, sorry, I was just going to say like you you've you sort of mentioned how you you're clearly not going to give the weight. Uh, uh, like like voting weight or, or or weight of opinion to someone who just joined your DAO, it's, it's not necessarily going to be the same as someone who's been there for a year. But you could imagine someone very prominent in the community joining the DAO and sort of immediately gaining some status um, because they bring a lot to the table. Um, and 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 so it's like we do want this on chain reputation system to be able to transfer across groups. So that so that you can know immediately, yeah, no, this person doesn't just start as if they were an entry level person. They have 15 years experience in the thing that they're joining the DAO to do. And they are we are going to immediately put them into positions of responsibility because of what they bring to the table. Yeah, that's that's a great way to fast forward uh, ascension in in one's uh, uh, involvement in a DAO. But it's a very difficult one. I mean, uh, people all, all across Web3 have been struggling to find the best Hard formula. Hard problem for sure. Yeah, yeah. But once this gets solved, it's going to be huge. I mean, in, in some ways, I think this might be even be when it gets solved. One of the big catalysts that, you know, take Web3 and crypto to mainstream. Because imagine that you can suddenly remove the Plutarchy of, of, you know, I have the more votes, therefore that's uh, what I vote happens in a DAO, which has been true in, uh, throughout the history of, 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 of organizations such as those versus uh, no matter how much, how many tokens or governance power you have, it doesn't have more say than a well-respected, proven on-chain member that has been working and uh, they have a good reputation on-chain that cannot be disputed by anyone. Um, this changes the future of work, uh, you know, for, forever. Yeah, well, it's well, it's interesting because it's like you you could still, it's like the like the, as a as a a person developing reputation on chain, you could decide to split your reputation among multiple addresses, but it dilutes the worth of each of those. Right. If I have a bot, I mean, this is a, a oversimplified way to say it, but if I have a body of work of a hundred things that I've done on chain and I, and I divide those between three different addresses, uh, in an attempt to sort of say like, oh, I'm now three members of this giant DAO and my, and I can, and I can vote as three people. It's like, well, yeah, if we're using the reputation system to weight it, it's the same as if they were just all one exactly and so it kind of it kind of solves the the need to prove that you have a single identity because it's like well actually i don't care if you decide to split your identity in thirds or fifths or just have a single on-chain identity because you you're by having more you're just diluting that identity and it's all it's all the same to to everyone else, right? Um, which is which is interesting. I, I think that's uh, it's very similar to sort of the consensus mechanisms, if you will, behind um, chains like like Solana, right? Where where it's like, how can we incentivize not gaming the system? Precisely, precisely. So there is a lot of work to be done. 
wonderful adventure and we're happy to to try to to, to solve uh, uh, as much as we can on this or attempt to solve or you know contribute to a solution eventually love it uh, I want to shift gears a little bit because we're getting close to time one of the things we've talked a lot about the on-chain, all of the things that a DAO can do and that Dean's List is doing, a lot of that is on-chain, but there's some things that you can't do on-chain, like in-person events. Like, let's, I want to shift and, and talk to, talk about Athens DAO. What is Athens DAO and, and what is Dean's List's role within this, this event, I guess I'll call it? I'm very, very happy to switch gears on this one because the, uh, the, the preparation for this has been hectic. Um, we are organizing for, for, for a second year in a row Athens DAO. And this year is called Athens DAO X. It's in the, in the tradition of Hacker House X, uh, which, we, we, which are community run and community organized events uh, similar to Hacker Houses. For us, uh, obviously, it's all about DAOs. So that's what we're doing and we're happy to, to be doing for a second year in a row, uh, this December 9th and 10th, uh, in Athens, Greece, you know, the, the, the cradle of democracy, this is always so meta to, to think about it like that. And we're very happy, uh, you know, for going bigger this year and working on, on a, on a, on a great trifecta that we come up for, for, for this year, which is, uh, DAO panels and discussions, DAO, DAO labs and DAO onboarding. Uh, we're looking to bring DAOs to, to the masses as much as possible. And we want to have uh, an experience that, you know, people can take away uh, something back home, whether they're a seasoned DAO uh, practitioners, DAO people, how, you, how we call them, how we call us, or people that are DAO curious, or they want to learn more about uh, this wonderful world of de de decentralized uh, governance. I think, I, I think, yeah, that's I all. think the, the whole idea of, <laughs> I think the whole idea of doing like an in-person event, like I said, it's, it's very hacker house esque, but it's, it's focused on Dow material, Dow talks. And I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see a, what happens from it. Like this is the second year in a row you guys are doing this. And to my knowledge, there's not a whole lot of these types of community run hacker houses that are on the scale of a couple hundred people. Um, which like if you think of a traditional hacker house, Solana hacker house that gets put on by Solana Foundation, it varies pretty widely between a couple hundred to a couple thousand people. But that is, that's put on with a lot, a lot of effort to put on all the hacker houses. And Athens DAO is, is one of the perfect examples of like what it can look like when it's not Solana Foundation, like running with this and, and doing with this, whatever, you know, these types of in-person events can be having the community really jump in and just take in-person events by force, like by force. I mean, like, you know, enforced rather not by force. That's not, that's not the message. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be really cool to see, to see how Athens Dow plays out this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm Are you guys going to record I'm, the talks? The, the plan is to stream them live on YouTube and then uh, eventually upload them. Uh, it's not going to happen within two hours time as Austin promised during Breakpoint. We're not, uh, we're outmanned <laughs> on this one, but it's definitely going to happen and we're definitely going to have them uploaded eventually and they're going to be live streamed. Spoiler alert, even for Breakpoint, it was longer than two hours. Oh, 
I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I think it's very I was very watching all of them remotely and I'm just like, it's, they're not there yet. Where are they? <laughs> but I, I think, I think that's, that's very nice thing to have for people that don't attend hacker houses, don't attend breakpoint. It's very, very important to see what's being discussed. I mean, sure, you cannot have the vibe and the energy of the people and the discussions and the, the networking, but you can have the, the, the talks, the panels and, you know, everything that, that happened there, have it at least live streamed and eventually, you know, upload it on YouTube so that, you know, you can revisit it later for all kinds of purposes, whether it be education content or, or whatever. So one of our big goals is to, to, to have them live streamed and available for everybody to see, uh, eventually for Athens now. Awesome. I love it. What's the, what's the thing that you're most looking forward to being there in person and experiencing? I love the energy and the vibes of last year's Athens DAO. And given the fact that we're aiming for double the size of, 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 of participation this year, um, I would love to see how the newer and more unexperienced users that we're aiming to have, we're also trying to activate the local community very hard and have university students which is something that hasn't happened before in Greece. Uh, That'd be cool. At least, yeah. That's going to be very, very cool to see, you know, younger people and actively try to onboard people that know nothing about uh, Solana, most likely, or know nothing about DAOs or know nothing about wallets and Web3 work and stuff like that. How we, how successful can we become in onboarding these people and see what comes out of them? I mean, if I see any amount of people or that, attended Athens DAO and then eventually participate in a hackathon, that would be for me a big success. And I would be very, very happy to see this happen and, and, and follow that course along the line and help as much as I can. And I know that's true for all of the guys uh, in, in the team. For, um, for people listening who want to attend Athens DAO this year, how do they how do they do that? You go to our Luma page, you register is for free. Uh, we have a tight uh, cap or, or in, uh, of 300 people this year. So let's, uh, uh, it's first come first served. So go to our Luma page, click the link below, upstairs, up, I don't know where it's going to be. <laughs> and you can participate. <laughs> in the description. <laughs> it's, it's free as always. Um, and hope to see you there. That's, that's awesome. I, uh, how, yeah, how's, how's awesome. the weather in Athens in December? Much better than the weather in Amsterdam during November. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best way to phrase that. I love best it. Best response possible right there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you heard weather. it here folks. If you, if you want a better experience than Breakpoint, go to Athens now. Oh what? yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Um, I, I would, I would love to make it sometime, uh, probably not going to work for me this year, given, given the, the late notice and flying across the, the world, but I would love to come to a future Athens style. That would be amazing. I, I hope so. And we're looking to, you know, if, if uh, all things go well, you know, we have it next year as well. And in a more, uh, springtime or summer, that's, that's going to be amazing. The weather is even better nice. and, you know, we can go out and have, uh, you know, amazing, amazing conversations. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be sweet. I would love to, I've never, I've never been to, to Greece at all. So I'd, I'd love to love to visit. And if we can make it a Solana based trip, that would be even better. 
right? Of Absolutely. course, of course. Of course. That's world goal. tour. Let's go, James. So say world tour. <laughs> Let's do it. Awesome. Um, well, hey, thanks. Thanks for letting us run over a little bit on time, Demetrius. This was uh, my pleasure. It was awesome to get to know yes, you a little great. bit more. Thank you. And thank you so much for educating me on on DAOs. I apologize if some of my questions were, you know, exposed my ignorance, but also oh. I'm sure there are listeners who are just as ignorant as I am. So it was probably a good thing for them as well. You know, I'm in the, the same boat as you, James, like full education here for DAOs for both of us. Yeah. The thing is that sometimes we forget how deep into the rabbit hole we are. So we expect people to know that stuff. So it's nice, you know, for, for, you know, to have these kind of discussions and, and bring us back to the, to the, to the reality of, of, you know, people that are not so deep into that stuff that we love and do. And hopefully, you know, we can pull you in and we can start doing more yeah. and more and more. Well, I, I certainly feel like I have a better understanding of DAOs and more confidence in in DAOs and, and their value prop, right? So um, so it's definitely definitely huge for me. So thank you for that. You're most welcome. I'm, I'm very happy to, to have contributed to that even a little bit. Is, is there anything you would like to say to, you know, the listeners before, before we wrap, I want to make sure anything that you're trying to get out there, uh, you've been able to get out there. Um, the two things that I, I, I would say is that, uh, join Dean's list. If you're interested in working in the most web three way possible and earn and come to Athens now and let's have fun and let's chat about DAOs this December 9th and 10th. It's going to be awesome. See you there. Heck yeah. Sounds awesome. Well, thanks so much um, to the listeners. We will see you guys next time. This has been great. Bye, everybody. 